Coming to you from Denver, Colorado, OCN Studios presents OCN Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. Hey, welcome. This is Aaron Wood with OCN Automotive. Today we're talking traditional marketing in the digital world. Does it fit? Does it work? Let's find out today. So welcome to OCN Automotive. I'm Aaron Wood with PIN Automotive, the dealer performance division of our data intelligence driven agency, PIN Business Network. Today I have the pleasure of being joined with two special guests from J. Franco Marketing. I've got John Franco and Mario Vielma with me here today. Welcome guys. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate you letting us come out and talk today. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, really appreciate it. So, uh, you know, a topic that's kind of been on my mind lately, especially with working with automotive dealers, is how do we find a right fit for seemingly traditional elements, traditional campaign elements in an increasingly digital world? I mean, we've got innovative dealer summits in Denver here where dealers are talking about, you know, how to how to be best at Google search, how to be best at display and social media. Uh, digital dealer just happened last week in Florida. And dealers are coming off of that hot and heavy on all the digital strategies. But um, to me, I'm kind of thinking, is there still a place for traditional media and traditional marketing in this digital saturated world that our dealerships are operating in? So it's a, it's a great question, Aaron. I mean, bottom line is, you know, there's no question how important digital marketing is across the landscape. I mean, not just in automotive, but for everyone. Um, but there is such a thing as too much of a good thing, and you need a little bit of diversity to go along with it. Okay. Um, because there, no matter how good you get at digital, there's still going to be some folks that you can only reach traditionally. Um, especially when you get sometimes into people's backyards, you're looking for specific data sets like credit and things like that uh, that are really difficult to come by uh, in the digital marketing world. So. Um, to answer your question, I think it takes a blend. Uh, I definitely think traditional marketing still has a foothold, but there's no question um, the importance and the growing nature of the digital marketplace. Okay, definitely. I, I like a mixture too. I, I don't like, even if I'm looking at just digital, I don't like when a dealer gets too saturated or too focused on even just one portion of digital. You know, say for example, they're, they're looking at search and they love the search metrics. I'm getting so many conversions from what I spend and I always, let's back up a little bit here and let's look at the full picture. Um, so that's where I kind of see too, the full picture, uh, even in implementing traditional in that too, is how do we diversify and how do we have a nice mix going? So with, you know, with any type of marketing, there's going to come to a point where those results start declining. You okay. know, you know, dealers have something that works and they'll put more and more money towards it. But at some point you're going to see that result per dollar spent start to decline. Uh, and that's when you should start looking at another source. I mean, okay. if you have something that's working really well, you know, push it to the point, find out where that edge is. It seems like you get to that edge, right? Why, what's the what's the capacity? How far can we go before we start seeing negative regression? But there is an edge, yeah. you know, so you really have to go out there and look for it and, and realize that uh, there, there has to be some level of diversity if you really want to go after all those consumers. I mean, you just can't sit back and wait for people to show up anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, not only do you have to capture them when they search for you, um, but in the more traditional stuff, I think does a great job at putting people in market who aren't. Um, you know, with digital marketing, someone has an interest in a vehicle, they go search for it, you gotta be able to get them. Yeah. With the traditional, someone could just be sitting on their couch and we put them in market with a piece of direct mail or they hear a radio commercial or they see something on TV. Someone who wasn't looking for it. I, um, like, I like that. It's kind of creating opportunities rather than just casting a net and hoping to catch what opportunities are already available in the marketplace. You're, you're actively like, creating that success that you're going to have. You create a need. Um, right. You have to create a need and uh, you just have to be creative in the way you do it. And then like we said before, even with those traditional things, you're gonna hit that point where 
we shouldn't spend any more here, um, but it takes a little tweaking to figure Absolutely. out where that is. So, so John, I don't, I don't want to paint you into a box, but primarily, from my understanding, you, you handle direct mail, direct marketing. We do we do a tremendous amount of uh, direct mail, and we do some credit oriented pre qualification. Okay. But uh, yeah, we are we are in the more traditional space. Okay. So I, I, I see plenty of direct mail pieces still coming to my mailbox. Um, I get a lot of dealers asking me and requesting. Aaron, let's put together a direct piece. Um, so obviously, it's still a valuable piece of the uh, marketing strategy, right? Well, well, bottom line, you know, direct mail has been a staple um, okay. of the automotive industry for a very long time. You know, you're talking nearly 80 billion pieces of direct mail sent uh, every single year. And, you know, there's a couple reasons why. There's actually three reasons why that we think that it has such a, a strong foothold. And I'll let Mario um, go over those three. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're at Jay Franco. We, we uh, talk about the three T's as much as possible, right? So it's uh, targeted, tangible, and trackable. Okay. All right. So with direct mail, you can reach out into the world, uh, target very specific people by a huge number of factors, say their credit score, you know, how much they're paying for the vehicle, you know, what kind of vehicle they have. Um, as far as, you know, trackability, uh, you know, with texting, we found out that, you know, it's, it's actually very easy, easy to track um, direct mail and its results. And uh, as far as everything else goes, you know, it's it's just super, super helpful and super effective. See, that to me sounds like a real innovation with direct mail that I, I really didn't know there was this piece of trackability with it other than just waiting for the opportunities that leads the traffic to come through the dealership and hopefully they present you with that mailer piece, I think is what most dealers are expecting. So traditionally, you know, with direct mail, um, you put all your best hooks on the campaign okay. and you hope that a certain number of people call or walk in with the mailer in their hand. And uh, what the text aspect adds is we withhold one piece of valuable information and we ask folks, hey, in order to get this piece of data, text this variable pin to this number. And in doing so, uh, we share with them the data that they were looking for, but the dealer gets a very, very high quality lead. He gets probably yeah. the most valuable piece of data you can get from someone, and that's their cell phone number. Um, you know, I mean, that's, a, that's a means to communicate with that person right there. Well, bottom line, if you're at any of the conventions, like you mentioned, digital dealer, you go to NADA, or you look at anything automotive, it's all mobile, mobile, mobile. Mm -hmm. And that's because even sitting here in the studio, I bet all of us have a cell phone within arm's reach. Yeah. And uh, that's true across the board. So the fact that we're able to engage that way. He's got a cell phone right there. So the fact that we're able to engage people using text um, with direct mail is a huge innovation that increases uh, the trackability, uh, increases the total results, and delivers right. an overall better lead. See, I like that. Better lead. Um, a lot of dealers are always looking, how do I aim, increase lead quali quantity rather than looking at quality of lead? And to me, it's more important to actually have a customer who's ready to do business with you, whether it's you know trade in a vehicle or refinance or you're looking for pur purchase options after bankruptcy. That, that's a quality lead as opposed to a, a quantity of leads that wouldn't convert, right? So almost everything we do is highly targeted. Yeah. Um, you know, We're not just reaching out to a zip code and sending out something generic you know we're reaching out to specific individuals that match the profile the dealer is looking for and then we're using that text tool to get them to engage so that the dealer has the opportunity to engage that customer while they're holding the mail piece in their hand um, and that's very powerful so if a consumer responds um, based on the the text that we're asking for and the dealer gets that lead instantaneously he has the opportunity to engage while that marketing piece is in hand which is unbelievably valuable you can, awesome. kind of like john said who's like yeah. the, the casually interested aren't going to take the time out of their day to call the dealership and get sold to you know no one's going to really do that realistically so when you're getting that casually interested like well, no, no, let, let's find out how much i could be saving 
Uh, that's where you start really getting the quality of leads, and that's where the, the leads start coming in. Yeah, Mar Mario brings up a great point. I mean, that's where the increase in total leads comes from. Um, because typically with direct mail, if it just had a phone number, you know if you call the dealership, you're going to engage a salesperson. Right. Um, but if you send a text, you're not necessarily thinking that. It's a bit um, of a passive way right. to in interact, engage with, but not really say, hey, I'm going to speak with somebody. Right, right. right. Um, so that's where you get that increased response rate from. Um, and then delivering that lead directly to the dealer, they have the opportunity to actually engage um, instantly. That's awesome. So, so with that, do you find uh, it more effective for dealers to kind of share with their teams, like what's actually going out in the marketplace, what the strategy is behind those direct mailers? So uh, no matter how good a piece of direct marketing we put in play, whether it has Textium, how good it looks, how great the message is, messaging is, the dealership has to do their part, which right. is, and that's kind of our responsibility too, making sure the sales team is aware that campaign's going out there because there's nothing that will kill a campaign faster than a customer calling in saying, hey, I've got this thing in my hand and they have no idea what they're calling about right right so then the yeah. credibility of the mailer and everything we earned um, falls right off the map another thing too is that you know we do offer a variety of uh, campaigns so let's say you know one month we hit uh, you know prime credit targets you know the sales team is going to be flooded with uh, prime leads for that entire month and it's, it's gonna dry up. So eventually they're gonna have to switch it up and go after another list and not exhaust that one. So that's where we see you know, our variety of lists do really well with one single dealership month after month. So I, I was looking through a few different studies and, and each one kind of comes up with a, a different number, a different percentage, saying what the ROIs are and returns, but they're saying a lot of uh, successful direct mail campaigns when they're implemented as a multi-channel approach are seeing the highest ROI. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's no question. I mean, the, like Marketing 101 says you got to contact someone a certain number of times reach in, order, frequency, uh, right? in yeah. order to get a response. But if you can do that simultaneously or mm -hmm. very close together, you know, here's your mailer, here's your email, here's your ad campaign following you across the internet, that, j again, adds validity to the offer itself. You know, and if you see it over and over again, you're, you're more likely to respond. That's right. just... Bottom line. So, so it's more than just that one piece hitting your mailbox, but uh, a whole campaign designed to back it up and continue that conversation? Well, that and then the consistency of the mail itself. I mean, think about the mail you receive every single month. I bet you there's at least one or two companies out there that hit you consistently. Oh, yeah. Um, and they don't do that because it doesn't work. They're seeing results. They're seeing that's the results. That's why they continue to do it. That's why they continue yeah. to do it. And it's not so much that it turns you off, but staying in front of people is very, very important. And that's something that, you know, I know everybody goes out there and tries to tell dealers what they do wrong. And bottom line, dealers do a great job, right? I mean, they sell 16, 17 million cars a oh, year. Yeah. That's, no, that's no easy feat. Um, we just try to give them, you know, some things that we think might make that a little bit easier. And I, I always say, too, in what we do, we, we try to make it easier for them by providing with them more quality customers, more uh, receptive customers that are ready to engage with them, just to make both sides easier and more of an enjoyable experience. Right? That's all. But like I said, they do a great job. All we're trying to do is enhance their experience, too. That's awesome. Well, guys, I really, really appreciate you guys joining me today. This is uh, the first OCN Automotive podcast, and you really helped me, Chris, in this. Hey, we're groundbreakers. Send it up. We're groundbreakers, <laughs> guys. So this is awesome. So thank you for joining me today, John Franco, Mario Vilma with J. Franco Marketing. This is Aaron Wood with OCN Automotive and Pin Automotive, part of Pin Business Network. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Look for the next podcast from us soon. This has been OCN Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. 
OCN Automotive has been brought to you by PIN. PIN Business Network, a database company that specializes in marketing, advertising, public relations, sales, branding, and so much more. Visit our website at pinbusinessnetwork.com. That's pinbusinessnetwork.com.